This podcast is brought to you by Hostfully. We make property management software and digital guidebooks. To learn more and sign up for our industry newsletter, please visit Hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today I'm using a, a different, different technology, eCam. It's going to be really fun. We can uh, we can see your comments if you're watching live. Drop me a comment. Tell me uh, where you you are located. Today is a is a really cool day because a lot of hosts have received their cancellation money from Airbnb. So we've seen a lot of uh, a lot of people commenting in our communities. Uh, a lot of people are very happy to uh, to have received that money finally because uh, a lot of hosts have been waiting for uh, for a very long time. So we're all very happy. So let me uh, let me pull up uh, Mr. Eric Miller here. Let's do we want to see Eric Miller? Let's give him a round of applause first. <laughs> there he is. I just hey, hey. What's, what's up, up, man? What's up, Eric? How are you doing? I uh, I see that you're having a lot of fun with uh, your new tool here. Absolutely, yeah. I'm definitely having a lot of fun. It's uh it's a cool tool. It's uh, it's going to allow us to make these live streams uh, a lot more fun. Um, yeah, it's easier yeah. for us to see the comments, and we can do like multiple cameras. What's up, Anibal? And uh, we can pull in comments as well. Uh, Anibal, right here. Not my case. Oh, you haven't received anything yet. Well, don't worry. Like it'll probably come. But yeah, man, uh, it's uh, a lot happening this week, and I'm excited to dive into some uh, topics. Uh, Gonna obviously we're gonna cover uh, the cancellation fees that Airbnb finally uh, paid out. Brian Chesky did a live on I think it was Tuesday, right? Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember. But uh, he announced um, the enhanced cleaning initiative. Um, so we're gonna explain mm-hmm. what that all means. Um, I, I read through all of it, so I have a pretty good idea. And there's a, a glimpse of hope from China. So that's that's good. I'm gonna explain what I mean by that as well. Uh, and uh, and last but not least, I want to talk to you about how hosts are going from being a host to being an entrepreneur. Mm. So, what do you think about that topic? That's interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see where uh, where you're going to go with that one. Yeah, I was uh, I was chatting uh, with uh, with Mark on his uh, podcast, the Boostly podcast, yesterday, and uh, I came up with uh, with the ho- from host to entrepreneur. Uh, which is what I think uh, we need to be doing right now. So I'll explain Ooh. everything, uh, what I mean by that. All right. But uh, first, uh, let's uh, let's dive in. Uh, Airbnb has finally paid cancellation fees. I've seen so many people posting screenshots, $400 here, $500 here, $1,200 there. A lot of people being finally receiving their money. What, if, uh, what have you seen? I, I know you've been... Uh, You've been in communication with our SDR legends a lot. I'm sure there's uh, there's some money flowing that way. 
Yeah, it's pretty incredible to see. I'm starting to, I'm trying to get some feedback from, from the legends. Again, these are operators that are running, you know, 50 plus properties that are doing a few million dollars a year on, on Airbnb. Um, and yeah, this morning I woke up to just one message after another of them receiving money from Airbnb, just dropping it right into their account, which is pretty awesome, you know, and sums pretty, pretty large amounts too. You know, one, one person got north of $6,000, another person got nearly 3000, another for 3000 and they just keep, they just keep coming on. So, you know, the feedback that I'm, I'm getting is that we're, and we're seeing this in our Facebook groups uh, for hosts of all size. They're just now starting to get their, their funds. Um, and it seems like to be all over the place. We watched somebody in our, our group the other day post up uh, or yesterday post up a screenshot. Uh, Airbnb sent them a dollar sixty nine. Um, <laughs> Uh, and it probably cost them more money to send that than uh, what it was actually worth. Uh, but then, you know, we got bigger operators getting, you know, six, $7,000. So I think it's helpful. Um, I think it could be helpful for some people, but that's also $7,000 across 100, li- 100 listings that they had. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all relative, man. It's all relative, of course. Um, I, think, uh, I think Eric might be, uh, might be stuck here. Are you back? Okay, there you are. <laughs> I lost you for a moment. Are we frozen? <laughs> I lost you for a moment. That, uh, but you're back, so that's good. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm happy for because a lot of people were quite skeptical. Uh, I noticed about these uh, about these cancellation fees that they would uh, be receiving back. Um, I saw a lot of skepticism from uh, a lot of hosts, and I think it's because Airbnb said they were going to pay out early April, um, but it uh, it took them quite a while. They waited. From what I've seen, they waited with most of the payments yeah. until the end of April. Uh, so a lot of hosts have, were starting to lose confidence a little bit, and so uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think uh, a lot of people are uh, are happy. Maybe this will uh, bruise up uh, Airbnb's damaged image a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We'll we'll see. I'm not sure. I mean, it, it's it's awesome to see them actually take action and put it, you know, dump some money and invest back into their into their host, but. You know the hosts that are receiving a dollar or two, um, or seven thousand dollars across hundred listings. I, I'm not sure how that's really impacting them. Yeah, and if you're watching this live in the Airbnb Pro Club, uh, drop me a comment. Let me know if you've uh, received any money. Uh, just j- drop the number. Um, and uh, and yeah, the the other thing that that really dominated uh, the news this week was the enhanced cleaning initiative that Airbnb uh, announced. Right. So mm-hmm. have you have you heard about this yet or no? I have. Yeah, I have. It, it's it's interesting to see that them they're releasing it and again a lot of mixed mixed opinions on this. What uh what are your thoughts? Well, it's first of all, uh it's it's again one of those policies that they suddenly come out with and I already saw some screenshots in uh in the groups of people that uh, that were posting that these policies were already into effect. So let me, I'll quickly explain uh, what, what this all means, right? So the policy is called Enhanced Cleaning Initiative. It's supposed to start in May, but again, it seems like they've already rolled it out in, in, in some uh, markets. Basically what it means is that they, they've put together a whole bunch of cleaning standards and protocols, right? If you, as an Airbnb host, if you, um, if you can clean your place, if you enroll in this in this protocol, 
then they will I think they will give you uh give you a little boost in the search results, but also the uh mm. the, the guests they can they can they can probably use a filter um or you get like a little badge on your profile or your listing so that guests can recognize you take this this cleaning protocol that you have this cleaning protocol in your cleaning procedures. So listings enrolled in the cleaning protocol will be available for stays immediately after the enhanced cleaning is performed. Um, the CDC, CDC, yeah, the CDC recommended uh, a 24 hour uh, wait period before entering the property. So what you need to do as an Airbnb host, you need to, when they're, when your guests leave, you have to wait 24 hours and then your cleaning crew can go in, clean the place. And then when they're done, you're allowed to receive your, your new guests, right? Now, if you cannot do this for whatever reason, then the alternative is that um, you can opt into a new feature called booking buffer. I think uh, I think Eric's gone. I think uh, his internet is... Uh, I'm still here. Oh, you're still there. Yeah, okay, I, could, yeah. I can't see you anymore. Apologize, guys. Yeah. Our, our Wi-Fi is acting up like crazy nowadays so i'm going to shut off the camera and just have audio here all right no worries no worries i'll uh so people can just uh, look at me instead i'm better looking than you yeah the pretty face of the group exactly so that makes sense um (laughs) but yeah as i was saying like if you if you can't enroll in the cleaning protocol for whatever reason then you can alternatively opt into a new feature called booking buffer and airbnb says you can opt into it uh, but I have a feeling they're gonna basically push all the hosts into this booking buffer thing. Uh, if you can't, uh, if you don't enroll in this cleaning protocol, and basically what happens is mm-hmm. that you then are not allowed to take seventy-two hours uh, between uh, between check-ins, right? So you need to have a seventy-two hour—that's three days—where you cannot uh, you cannot accept guests in your property, right? So. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. And, and I saw a screenshot of a host who, uh, who wasn't able to accept, uh, or basically saw some dates that were blocked, uh, because, uh, because of this buffer period. So I feel like, and you know, I might be wrong on this, but I feel like Airbnb is basically going to push this onto anybody who doesn't opt into the cleaning protocol, but it's a little early to tell, but we'll see. Uh, by the way, what's up, Margie? Margie just uh, left us a comment. Nice shirt. Thank you, Margie. <laughs> uh, I, I figured I'd put some color. I, I usually wear a black shirt. Figured I, uh, I wear something colorful today. That's right. It comes from uh, all the way from Colombia. That's right. Yeah. I bought it in Cartagena when we were there for the for our legends. Man, it seems crazy that we were we were having this uh, this event just a couple months ago. So far out I, of my no. uh, reality right now. Um, and Margie, nuts, uh, Margie mentions that her internet is uh, is pretty bad these days as well. Um, it seems like a global phenomenon. phenomenon. Yeah, we, um, yeah, it's definitely a global thing because uh, you know we've been battling with uh, Wi-Fi here for for the last month ever since um, the lockdown started happening. And you know we contact the the internet company. And they're like, you have the fastest internet that we have in that area. And uh, it's crazy. Some days it's good. Some days it's bad. But yeah, the reports are just coming back that everybody's online. Everyone's streaming, especially services like Skype and, and Zoom. They're just, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of packed right now to, to their brim. So yeah, I apologize if uh, my end is breaking up, uh, breaking up here. Um, but it's pretty bad over here. 
Um, yeah. But not not in Barcelona. Barcelona seems uh, it's pretty solid. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit surprised, but pleasantly surprised. You know, I check yeah. my internet every day and it's literally like, it's so high. It's up to, it's almost like 100 MPS per second or what I, I don't know what exa exactly what that means. But all I know is if it's higher than 20 or so, then it's pretty fast. And mine's up to 100. If there's any uh, tech people in the who are watching live right now, just drop a comment and let me know if that's really as fast as I think it is. Uh, but uh, uh, Kimberly just commented, same with internet here in San Antonio, 200 MBPS. Pay, he, she paid for over 200 and it tends to be around 40. Okay, so you're getting about a fifth of what you're paying for. Well, you better get some money back there. Um, so Kimberly also asked, yeah, uh, is, is this 72 hour, is it automated through Airbnb or not? So I don't know, I'm not sure yeah. exactly. I have a feeling it, it, it will be. Um, yeah. What do you think, uh, Eric? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a feature, right? So you have to you have to um, comply with with the rules, but yeah, they're automatically going to shut out your listing from from being able to to book it, right? So now it makes. I mean, again, this is just another thing that just doesn't make sense to me why they would roll this out. It's it's not helpful to anybody uh, rolling out cleaning standards on how to clean these properties and maybe a certain checklist or education towards the host and the, and the cleaners on how to clean properties correctly, but to block it, block out 72 hours for hosts um, just seems kind of crazy. It just, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand how this is going to really help anybody. I understand that the, the virus can live up to 72 hours on certain surfaces, but there's also, certain techniques just as they as they mentioned for the CDC on on cleaning right so i don't know i'm not a big fan of it i think it's kind of crazy um i think airbnb could have taken a, a better route maybe this is their route to educate people and hosts on how to actually clean their properties but i think it's more of a reaction than the, than a uh, a response to mm. this yeah and kimberly is saying more airbnb overarching controls um, I also yeah. have a feeling that a lot, this is, this is going to really upset a lot of hosts. Like that person I saw in their, in their Facebook group today, uh, who posted, uh, a, the screenshot. Uh, that person was not happy. You know, you're losing a customer because Airbnb yeah. just automatically blocks out your, uh, your calendar, um, which is not, uh, it's not a good thing. You know, that's why direct booking is going to be the future of short term rentals, right? It's like Airbnbs now, you know, we're always going to be, putting our listings up on Airbnb, but I see more and more hosts really trying to figure out how to master direct bookings and control, control the guest over, over what Airbnb is doing right now. It's just, it's just kind of crazy. And it, once you learn the process of marketing and setting up your right, your, your website and everything else, there's enough tools out there and enough training out there to really set up, um, to make, to make it easy to do self-directed, uh, self bookings, you know, direct bookings. I think it's going to be easier for people to do this. So we're going to see more and more people doing, uh, direct bookings than just relying on Airbnb moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, I think people are going to see Airbnb as a marketing channel and not as a, as a home base. Right. So, right. um, People still using it will be using it. Of course. I mean, you know, why wouldn't you use a marketing channel if it's there? Um, but I, I agree with you. I think people 
And and that's what I mean by uh, I mentioned to you before I started recording. You know, I think we're going to go from host to entrepreneur, and that's exactly what I mean by that. Is you know, if you start any mm. other business, um, you need to you need to do marketing, you need to hustle, you need to do a lot of things in order to get business. It's not easy, you know. I mean, I've start I've tried to start uh, probably up to a dozen businesses by now. And, uh, you know, almost all of them failed because it's just so hard to to attract business. You know, you really have to dial in your marketing. You have to understand who your avatar is. You have to understand what your solution is. You, know, you have to understand what the, the pain points of the avatars. But Airbnb, because of Airbnb and because of this whole short-term rental niche has seen such a hot niche, uh, we've kind of been get, getting away with, uh, you know, with not having mm. to do all that stuff. So... I think that's going to that's gonna change. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about email marketing because I, I, I made an incredible discovery uh, yesterday that I want to share with you guys that uh, I'm really, really excited about. This podcast is brought to you by Hostfully. We make property management software and digital guidebooks. Using Hostfully, you can create a free guidebook for your property that works on any mobile device. It will help your guests learn about your local recommendations, and important property information that will make your and your guest experience a lot better. While I'm at home in San Francisco right now, I'm trying to take this time to get organized. Maybe it's a good time for you to do this too, with a digital guidebook. To learn more and sign up for an industry newsletter, please visit hostfully.com. All right, I think we lost Eric for a second, but uh, let me uh, let me read some comments from the group here. So uh, Kimberly saying, I'm so thankful to be part of this group. We appreciate you as well, Kimberly. Great to have you here. Um, Margie saying uh, direct bookings are next for me. Unfortunately, this is probably the level of push I needed to get over my fears and do it. Well, Margie, and that's uh, you know that's what I think. This uh, this crisis, uh, the the good thing about a crisis is that it pushes us to do the things that we usually wouldn't do, right? So it pushes us to get out of our comfort zone. Think about creative solutions. Think about, you know, what can we do? What actions can we take to get more control over our business? Because if we can figure out how to make our business work in this environment, um, then, you know, we'll be able to make it always work, right? So um, so that's why I think, uh, you know, I, I always ask myself, like, what is the gift in, in, in any situation? And uh, in this case, I think the gift is uh, that we, we are going to come out stronger uh, as a person, because we have to grow, uh, because we have to go outside of our comfort zone. We have to uh, think outside of the box to find different solutions and literally do things that you wouldn't do. And I have a very good example of something that I did that I haven't done for two years. It's kind of crazy, actually. I, I've just never thought of this before. Uh, but let me let me share with you uh, what what I've done, right? So, as you guys probably know, I manage this this uh, boutique hotel. It's a very small hotel in on the Red Sea in Egypt. Right? I started I started managing it two years ago after I went kite surfing there. Uh, essentially, what happened is I went kite surfing and I saw this this little hotel and I thought this is cool. It's right on the beach. Um, it's uh, it's it's really cute and. Uh, and I so so I talked to the owner and I was like, hey, how's this? Uh, how's this on Airbnb? Like, do you get a lot of bookings from Airbnb? And um, and this guy was is Russian, so he responded in his in his Russian accent. He was like, what is Airbnb? And I was like, whoa, you, you don't know what Airbnb is. So I was like, you need to get on Airbnb. You know, you get these rooms on Airbnb. 
And so I asked him, Lago, how, how do you manage this business? And he's essentially just driving uh, organic traffic, mostly using Instagram, using video. And so I, you know, I jumped into this partnership with him. And then for two years now, I've been uh, helping him with the management, putting it on Airbnb and stuff. But I've never, I've never really, the only thing I've done in terms of marketing to past guests is I always, when, it get, when we get a booking, I always uh, put the, the phone number of the guest in my phone and I usually send them a message on WhatsApp. So I still have all the number, at least the people that came for Airbnb, I have all their phone numbers and I can send them a message. Uh, but I never thought about email, which is crazy because I've been using email marketing for Get Paid For Your Pad for six years. I've been sending out emails. If if uh, if you've been around for a while, you've probably received emails from me. Now those I don't write those manually, right? I, I have a system for that, uh, and it's called an autoresponder, an email autoresponder. And so what you can do with that is that you can put all your contacts in the email autoresponder, and then you can literally schedule emails to go out, and um, and that's a really efficient way to to market to your past guests. Uh, email is still the most efficient way of, of marketing. I, I looked it up. Uh, I looked at some reports and uh, they did a survey among small business owners and they asked like what what type of marketing gives you the, the highest uh, uh, results in terms of client retention. And uh, 81% sent email. Right, so email is still really, really important, even though it's you know it's kind of boring and a little old school, but it's still a very effective way to market. And so, you know, I was thinking, you know, what if what if I can get the email addresses of uh, of our past guests? So I, I messaged my uh, my business partner, and I, I didn't really expect that he uh, he had a database of emails because you know he's kind of uh he's not really that organized um but then he sent me uh an excel sheet with over a thousand email addresses over 1000 email addresses and you know just to go back on what you were saying margie you know that um that this is a time where we we think of creative ways we think of doing things that we normally wouldn't do like i've never thought of asking asking him for these emails because you know, we, we were getting a lot of business, so I didn't really have a need to. But at the same time, like, it's it's an extra, like, why wouldn't you email your past guests, right? I mean, more people returning, you know, in uh, keeping on their, on their radar, uh, client, it's essentially client relationship management. Like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Every other business does that, right? So it just, you know, when I got those emails, I was like, why didn't I ask for these emails two years ago? Right, but I have them now, and so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up an entire uh, marketing system in my uh, in Mailchimp, and the reason I'm going to do it in Mailchimp is because Mailchimp is free. Now I use Active Campaign to send emails for get paid for your pad, but Active Campaign is uh, is quite expensive. So I think for hosts like yourself, if you're listening, you're watching right now, I think MailChimp is the perfect program to do it. It's free. You can have up to 2,000 contacts. It's very easy to use. Uh, it's it's probably the most used uh, autoresponder in the, in the market. And so what I want to do is I'm going to build my system in, in MailChimp, but then I'm going to share with everybody how I'm setting it up, how I'm doing it, I'm going to do a training in the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy Inner Circle on Tuesday to show everybody how to get set up on MailChimp. And then I'm going to do a challenge with everybody. And uh, what my goal is for everyone, including myself, to send out my first email uh, by the end of May. 
right? So how cool would that be if, you know, by the end of May, you'll be able to send out your first email to your past guests. So I want to encourage everybody, uh, some of you, and drop me a comment if you're already marketing to your past guests with emails. Maybe you're not have been you've not been collecting emails, but maybe there's a way to get some. You know, maybe you're still in touch with some of your guests. Maybe you can send them a message and just say like, "Hey, uh, I want to send you an email. Like, do you want to share your email address?" Uh, maybe you've recorded them uh, already, or maybe you have some email addresses. But even if you have one email address, you can set up your system, right? You can sign up for the autoresponder. Uh, you can set up your system, and you can. Uh, you can basically get ready and start collecting email addresses in the future, right? I'm also going to be talking about how do you collect email addresses, right? There's a lot of different ways. Of course, these days there's technology for that. You can go do it very old school, just asking people. You can have a guest book. There's all sorts of ways on collecting these emails. But what I want everybody to start doing is let's collect every single email from every guest that comes through our properties, put those in our database, and then you know, we'll send out a monthly email, a monthly, whatever it is, a newsletter, maybe an update about an event in your area. Maybe you can just send out, you know, send out an email and say like, Hey, we, uh, we appreciate it that you, uh, that you stay with us. Um, we miss you. We want you to come back. Uh, you know, if you want to come back, we'll give you a 10% discount and tell your friends, you know, and then especially in combination with a direct booking website where you can send them. Um, I think that could work really, really well. So let's see. Um, that's uh, that's that's my plan essentially. Uh, so I'm going to be talking a lot about email marketing in the next couple of weeks. Uh, this is something that I personally have a lot of experience with, although not uh, messaging guests, but messaging uh, you guys essentially. But the principles are the same, right? The principles that you need to think about is when you send an email, the you the first purpose is that people open the email. Right. So how do you write a subject line that's, that's interesting? That sounds interesting and raises some curiosity or whatnot. Right. You want, you, you want your guest to open the email, but then you have to bring some value. Right. Cause if the, if the guest doesn't like the email, then they're not going to open the next one. So you have to share something that, uh, that they're interested in. Right. So you could even, uh, you can even like when you put your, your, the email addresses in a database, you could even put them on different lists. For example, if you get business travelers, you could put them on a different list than, for example, families, right? And then you can even um, send out emails and customize them. So you can send out one email to all the business travelers, and then you send out a different email to the family members. Or if people come in, let's say people come in for an event, right? Let's say you're near Disneyland. What you can do with an email autoresponder is you could literally put that email in the responder and have it automatically send out an email uh, a year from now, let's say minus two weeks and say, and Disneyland wasn't a good example, by the way, let's say, um, uh, let's take, uh, uh, South by Southwest. And I know events are not happening here, but I'm just using it as a, as an example, but you could, you could send an email, uh, that goes out like maybe, maybe three months before the next event and say like, Hey, you came to, I know you came to South by Southwest last year and, uh, you know, I'm sure you're interested in coming again this year. Well, guess what? If you book now, I'll, I'll give you a special deal or I'll give you a free airport pickup or whatever it may be, right? You can schedule these emails to go out at certain times. Uh, and that's, 
and then you don't have to worry about it anymore, right? You don't have to think about it. That email is automatically going to go out at the exact time that you want it to go out. So there's so much cool things that you can do with, uh, with email marketing, with autoresponders. So I'm super excited to, uh, to dive into it myself, to build up my system, to put all the emails that I have in my, uh, in my database and to, uh, start sharing with, uh, with everybody, uh, what I'm doing, how I'm setting it up and et cetera. So I have to take a sip of water. Because uh, <laughs> been talking for a while now, and Eric has left me. So that's um, that's just a little bit of um, of um, feedback on what uh, what's going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. What we're going to be uh, what we're going to be doing uh, in the background. By the way, we're building an entire course just on direct marketing. Uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, we're super excited about it. We're we'll doing a lot, a lot of research, pulling different experts in, and uh, I think we're going to have uh, an incredible course. So it's going to take us a little bit of time to build, but just want to put it out there that uh, that you know what to uh, what to expect. So uh, just reading some of the comments. Uh, so Kimberly is saying uh, she's with me on the direct bookings and uh, the entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurial journey. Had quite a few starts and stops. Yep, that's uh, sounds very very familiar. Um, the Ant- San Antonio Market, Texas, the local real estate, the REIAs, the real estate investment clubs, are asking: Is Airbnb dead? Well, they're not dead yet. <laughs> I hope they're going to be around. But uh, but yeah, so uh, I, I guess a lot of people are wondering, right? What's going on with Airbnb? There's a lot of negative. Uh, negative publicity right now. Um, do we know if a uh, booking buffer is mandatory if a host does not commit to the enhanced cleaning protocol? So I think my my understanding is yes. I think they're going to push this on us. Um, but they, they haven't really announced it that way. I, I read through the announcement and <clears throat> the way that Airbnb phrased it was if you can't do the enhanced cleaning uh, protocol, then you can opt into the buffer. But I have a feeling they're they're just going to push you into it. But we'll see. Hopefully, I'm wrong. I'm thinking that's a precursor to what's happening overall in the short-term rental market. Investors are backing away from short-term rentals, which will which will hopefully desaturate. Yeah. So there's probably going to be a, a lot less supply, uh, especially the the people that came into the space in the last couple of years, as it was getting really. Uh, it was getting a hot niche. There was, uh, you know, and hot niches always attract people that come in, they, you know, for the opportunity, uh, but not necessarily for the passion, right? Uh, I think the people that are passionate about hospitality that are going to stay in the game, uh, even though there is this crisis right now, um, I think when you're passionate about something, I think that's the most important thing that you have to have as an entrepreneur. Uh, the reason why I'm still doing these podcasts after 330 is because uh, I love doing it, right? So, you know, the first two or three years, I didn't make a single penny by doing these podcasts. In fact, I think the first year it, it cost me money. But the reason why I keep doing it is because, uh, you know, it's it's something that I uh, that I enjoy doing. It's my passion. So I think that, uh, that the people who are passionate about hospitality, I think those people are going to stick it out. They're going to make, uh, they're going to find a way to get through this crisis. And then when we get to the other end, eventually when everything recovers, when travel recovers, I think a lot of the opportunistic players are not going to be around, which means that uh, there will be uh, a lot of demand for, for us. Um, Robert's asking uh, MailChimp. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm going to set everything up in MailChimp because I know that's a, that's a tool that I would recommend that people use when they're starting out. Um, 
like I said, it's it's free. It's very easy to use. It doesn't have a lot of complicated features. Like the the active campaign that I use has crazy features. You can do so much with it. I mean, I could literally send out an email and uh, and it it will track like l links that people click in click on. I can, it can even track what you're doing on my website. Uh, so I can really like spy <laughs> on my subscribers. I'm not using most of those features, by the way, uh, just so you know, but, uh, there's, there's, there's so much functionality, but you don't need all that functionality. What you really need is a simple system where you can just once a month, you can just send out an email to to your past guests. You can put them in different categories and you can schedule automated emails, right? So you can schedule an email to go out maybe a week after the stay and just say like, Hey, just wanted to uh, check in with you. Hope you had a great uh, journey back home. Uh, really enjoyed staying with you. We just wanted to say thanks. And if you want to come back, here's a here's a discount code. Whatever, right? So you can schedule those automatically. Mailchimp, I think, is a perfect system for that. Um, let's see. Anibal is saying, I'm not emailing, even when I've worked as the email marketing manager for a marketing agency for almost a decade, right? And 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 that just shows that. You know, when we're we're listing on Airbnb, like we a lot of a lot of us haven't really been thinking about it as a as a business from an entrepreneurial perspective, right? Uh, and so, including myself, right? Like I said, like it never came to my mind to just ask my business partner, "Hey, do you have those emails? Let's let's start emailing people, right?" I mean, these are these are really hot leads, people that have already stayed with you. Right, those people are way more likely to stay with you again than a random person than if you were to send an email to a random person, right? So, I think it's a really powerful tool, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of a little bit mad at myself that I didn't think about this before. Um, seems so obvious to me right now. All right, guys. Well, thanks everybody for joining this live stream. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Mr. Eric Miller couldn't be here uh, for the whole time with us, um, but we'll, uh, we'll, we're gonna have to fix this uh, internet at his place. I'm sure we'll be able to make some improvement for next time. But uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. Uh, I'll be back on Monday. I'm going to have uh, Mark Simpson on again. Like we, he Mark was on the last time. And uh, so many people have reached out to me saying that they enjoyed that episode so much. Uh, and they asked me to bring back on. And he's also a marketing expert. So I want to talk more about the email marketing He's the perfect person to talk to. So we're going to have Mark uh, back on on Monday where we're going to dive into more email marketing strategies and, and all of that. So uh, make sure, don't miss it on Monday, 10 a.m. PST. Uh, we are going to talk about email marketing. So guys, thanks for watching. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys uh, putting in uh, the com comments and everything. It makes it really fun. And everybody who's listening on the through the regular channels, uh, join the Airbnb Profit Club. Right? Uh, you have to just fill out a couple questions. Um, then we'll approve you into the group. We have almost eleven thousand members in the group right now. Uh, it's a great group. We moderate it, so we don't. There's not too much. You know, there's no negativity, no complaining, or none of that stuff. It's all supportive conversation that we have in our group and then you can uh you can be on these podcasts live so that's going to be really really fun you can uh watch the replay in the group as well uh hashtag replay drop a comment uh let us know what you uh what you're thinking let us know if you received some money from airbnb as well uh, i by the way i didn't receive a single penny because i've always used flexible cancellation policy uh so uh so yeah, I haven't received anything. And that's something, by the way, that's I'm still unclear of is if um, 
if people are if it's only people that use strict that are receiving money or if it's also people that use moderate so i'm gonna have to uh dive into that and figure that out because i've seen uh contradictory information pass by anyway that's it for now thanks guys and until next time Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.